You're listening to Comedy Central. Michelle Obama, welcome to The Daily Social Distancing Show. It's my first time being on your show. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm sad that it's not in face-to-face -face or in person. But I'm glad to be uh, I, here. I am. I'm sad. I'm sad too. But I. 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 I, I don't mind. You're still here. I've, okay. I've gotten used to this being here for okay. me. Okay. All so, right. So you know, it's okay. still you. Yeah, it it's, is. Unless me. you're gonna tell me like your personality changes no, when you're does, in person. It does not. I'm yes. maybe I'm more silly in person, but I've gotten silly on you know, <laughs> in Zoom too. I can do it both now. Just plain silly. <laughs> um, before we get into talking about your projects, let's talk a little a little bit about that. I, I would love to know on a personal level what your life has felt like since you left the White House. Because I remember, and I mean, I was one of the fans, maybe because, you know, I've also had hair journeys. I remember everyone just being like, <laughs> wow, Michelle. <laughs> The afro and the hair's coming, and everyone is just like, she's just, she's got, got a different swag about her. Was there a weight that's lifted from your shoulders mm. when leaving the White House as First Lady? A absolutely. I mean, you know, for, for so many reasons. I mean, you know, being the First Lady and being the president, it's a, it's a huge responsibility. And being the first, you know, we felt a deep responsibility to do it right and to do it better, to be careful with our words. All the things we thought were important, things like, thinking about what you say before you say it, you know, um, telling the truth, you know, uh, getting your facts right, all of this. We, right, we worried right. for no reason. We could have <laughs> done it so differently. It could have been easier. Um, but no, no, we were doing the traditional thing. And uh, so, you know, there, it was a, a, a big responsibility, a big weight on our shoulders, but it, it was an honor to serve. And we kept our eye focused on just every day trying to show up right and push the ball forward on the issues that we cared about. But we were also doing it while raising our kids, all right? So, right. you know, right. they were 10 and seven when we entered. They lived in the White House longer than they lived in any house they've ever lived in. Wow. So they grew. They were growing up right in that spotlight. And so we had that pressure of getting through the adolescent years and the teen years and sending a right. kid to college. Right, right. So we were exhausted and stressed because not only are you trying to get it right on the big picture level, but you're trying to get it right as a parent. And now we're on the other end of that, on, on literally on the other end of all of that. Um, and our kids are about to be 23 and 20. Um, our oldest is graduating from college. They are alive. Wow. So all of that, you know, being at the end of that part of the journey, you know, it, it you know, I am in a different place. Um, I, I feel freer. I feel more at peace. Um, I'm also older, so I'm more comfortable. E I'm even more comfortable in my own skin. I can um, imagine. So, so yeah, yeah. It was, you know, I mean, living in the White House is like living in a nice older hotel uh, where you can't get out unless you call <laughs> 20 people. It almost feels like you were living a sort of quarantine life before all well, of us were. Well, this is what I tell people. This is why we're fine. Barack and I are like, what, you can't go out just when you want to? 
Yeah, you're, you're, it feels you're like that. You, this, we've been doing that for eight years. You've got security with you at all times. Right, you can't make right. a move and you have to think about how your movements impact the rest of the world. Every time we went out, we had to think about it. It's like, who's going to have to shut down what gate? How is this going to disrupt this whole community because the presidential motorcade is coming through? We have to worry about right. agents and not doing something that will put them in harm's way. We're good in quarantine. We're like, welcome to our world. Everyone, <laughs> this is what you, it's been you, like. You've been somebody who has been um, not, not just an icon, but but somebody that people have followed so passionately from the beginning. And and what I loved about reading your book and and talking to your husband is that you, you know is, is is getting into the 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 familial side of things, the personal mm-hmm. side of things. I've always wanted to know from your perspective because a lot of people may not think of it like this because of president, but you're the cool one in the relationship. Right? <laughs> and so, like, but Barack was like this, like, you know, this, like, like, who's, like, you say in your book, who's this Barack dude? Who's this dude? Like, you know what I mean? And, and yes, he's Mr. President, don't get me wrong. But I mean, to you, he's still Barack. Is there a part of you that, like, when it was done, you were like, all right, finally, the power balance can go back to what it was? <laughs> well, he's still pretty cool, you know? Um, <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, but I mean, you, yeah, he, yeah. I mean, let's be honest, it's like a game of chess. Well, you don't want to the- lose the queen, you know? <laughs> That's, I'm going to use that at dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but what's, what's fun to see is how it feels like you are each other's biggest fans. The way you show your love towards each other, you've never been afraid to do that. But at the same time, there's also a healthy competitive spirit. I mean, whether you're selling <laughs> books, whether you're releasing your, your work on Netflix and creating documentaries, is there a little bit of that where you look at your numbers and then you go, uh, I mean, you know, you go like, Barry, you're doing well, but you know, you, you, you know, is, is there a little bit of that? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, Barack is super competitive. So, you know, and shoot, let me, I am too. So yeah, there's a little, <laughs> there's a little bit of that. I mean, but you know, you can do that when, you know, your partner holds their own. It's, it's a nice, Definitely. funny joke. You know, I mean, right. if he, if he wrote his book and nobody bought it, we wouldn't be joking about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we would be like, honey, you're doing a great job. Oh, he yeah, has a great book. Great book. We love it. Da- oh, tell your dad how oh. much you like his book. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's written like a thousand books. You know, he's like, yeah, I've done this before. You're the newbie. Yes. You know, he was he fed us on his book books right. for a very long time. So, you know, it, it's a funny joke when it's, you know. When, when, when it's not true, yeah. When it's when it's not fully true, the the kids are actually joking. They're talking about how you know mom's doing a lot of work out there, Dad. You're at home looking kind of cute, you know. They're like, That's you're now the hilarious. cute one. <laughs> that is hilarious. You are the cute one, it's Mr. Like President. Mr. President. Let's talk a little bit about um, your your new project on Netflix. It is it's a passion of yours that we've known from the very beginning, and that is eating healthy. You know, um, America has internationally, you know, established a reputation as being the country where people have some of the most unhealthy choices in how they eat. I remember when I came to America, I didn't understand it genuinely. Came to America. I ate the way I ate in South Africa, did not really care. And then I got here and I remember the first time I came, I was traveling around the US 
and nobody knew me. I was just doing my thing. It was around 2010. And I gained, I think it was yeah. 18 to 20 pounds yeah. in six months. And I didn't realize this was happening to me. <laughs> and then I went back to South Africa. And in Africa, we, we, because there's no like body shaming in that way, everyone was just like, ah, Trevor. They're like, wow, did you eat half of America? What happened to you, Trevor? <laughs> wow, hey, yeah, 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 no, hey. <laughs> You know, and, and it was it was actually interesting because I didn't think I changed anything. I didn't, but then I came to realize how hard it is for so many Americans to eat healthy, to exist healthy, to be healthy. And that's always been your passion, which is part of the show that you have on Netflix, Waffles and Mochi, the most adorable exploration of eating healthy. Please just talk me through why you thought, you know what, this is the avenue that I'm going to take to further this message for, for what I'm passionate about. The co-creators, Erica Thormlin and Jeremy uh, Connor, um, you know, came up with this idea because, you know, Jeremy had young kids and struggled with this as a parent, getting their uh-huh. kids excited about vegetables. So they came up with the idea and presented it to us and kind of proposed, would you be in it? And I looked at the concept and thought, this this is a no-brainer. I mean, this is what we had been talking about for eight years through Let's Move, is that you can have these conversations, not making them punitive or not shaming people, but just beginning to introduce positive concepts about what food is, making it fun, making it enjoyable. Now, the part that I'm excited about is the work that we're doing through the Pass the Love campaign, um, where we're hoping to do more education around food insecurity and right, food right, deserts right. and reminding people that there are millions of people in this country that are going hungry, even as they sit in communities with food all around them, right? But right, it's, right, it's, right. it's the type of food. So many uh, families don't have access to pre- fresh produce. If they want to buy a, 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 a bundle of kale, they've got to get on a bus or it costs way yes. too much money. Yes. Um, they don't have uh, the ability to do at-home cooking. Um, the Pass the Love campaign is designed to raise money to help feed a, a million families in this country. What I love about waffles and mochi is, I mean, we all grew up watching puppets and cartoons and it's really fun to see, you know, these discussions. Like my favorite episode is just the argument about whether a tomato is a fruit or a vegetable. (laughs) I've had this fight with people my entire life. Tomatoes, avocados, whatever it is, I go, hey man, I have a simple metric. Is it sweet? Then it's a fruit. (laughs) And then people want to fight with me. And and, and I, I mean, it's fun. It's fun to engage with that. I can imagine enjoying that with kids and having these conversations. You know, because I grew up, funny, I grew up loving vegetables. Mm -hmm. And the reason I grew up loving vegetables is because we didn't always have a lot of food. And I realized very, very young that if I could learn to love the things that nobody else wanted, then I would always have more food. So all the other kids, they were running for like the meat and the the delicious, and I was like, I'll take the broccoli, I'll take the cauliflower. And I just learned to love it. But it's it's, it's cool to see it from that side for the kids. Yeah, I knew you were smart. On the other side, (laughs) <laughs> with with past the love, what what I've really enjoyed is, you 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 having the conversation about the truth about how difficult it is. You know, a lot of the time in America, people blame the victim. Yes, they go, yeah, yeah. you should be eating healthy. That's exactly you should be right. making better choice. You should. And then I remember when I mm-hmm. when I first got to America, I was like, what? Well, how much is an avocado? That's right. I was like, That's this right. is how much is this? Because in South right. Africa, the treat 
is the McDonald's. You yeah. can, your family can't just buy you that every that's day. Right. In America, it's like, no, the fast food is affordable. Well, and that's how, world, yeah, that's how it was for us growing up, you know? So this is also right. generational. I mean, the, the whole notion of going out wasn't something that you did. People couldn't afford it and it wasn't yeah, available yeah. like that. So going to a fast food place was a treat, but for the most part, the being able to afford to live meant you had to cook. That was the cheapest way to, yes. you, you bought a whole chicken, you knew how to cut it up, you knew how to yes. dice up some yes. some some vegetables, you, you knew how to cook a pot of greens. I mean, that's how we all grew up. And it's with this change in sort of mass producing, um, you know, the quick, easy, and understandably parents struggle with that because everybody's busy now and we're right. overworked. So it's easy to pick up, grab something, pop something to do something processed. And we don't realize that these processed soup foods are high in sugar and salt in ways mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. that's the kind of thing that affects you. It's it's the content of the food. People think, well, a French fry is a potato. And it's like, well, you know, if that's all you're eating and it's fried and it's processed, you're getting yes. extra stuff in there. So you know, the, the, the key, like you said, is not to shame people, not to blame folks. And that's where it gets personal because people do feel judged and criticized for doing the right, best that they right. can. So that's why we start with kids. It's like, let's make these conversations fun. It, again, not not a lot of stick, but a whole lot of mm -hmm. carrot, which is what we try to do with Let's Move. Let's not talk about not eliminating soda and soda is bad. Let's talk about drinking more water. Right, because right. if you drink more water by the that very nature, you will drink less soda. That doesn't make right. soda bad. We're just talking about drink a little more water. So mm -hmm. you know we've had to learn how to balance that because even in the White House, we got criticized for having those conversations. I mean, the getting kids to eat healthy was a controversial, and I, people were like, "How dare she? It's nanny state." And <laughs> I'm like, I I thought. We were like on some like even, you know, I sort of like, what, what? So, you know, you, you had to sort oh. of be really strategic in how you talked about this so that people right, wouldn't right. feel like you were judging the very core of who they are. And that's the thing. Food is personal, you know, yes. and waffles yes. and mochi, mochi address the, the notion that you know, cultures are built on the food that they eat. Yes. You know, it's love, it's family, however you do it, it is, it, it's at the core of who we are. So you've got to be careful not to judge the way people do it, just offer them different approaches. You know, open their minds and starting with kids who will bring their own curiosity. I saw this dish cooked on this show, can we try it? And you notice the, the cooking is done a lot on hot plates, in toaster ovens, you know, um, a lot it's of it, yeah. it's accessible and that's for a reason. And the recipes are on the website along with the Pass the Love campaign, wafflesandmochi.org. So we're encouraging people to interact with the show uh, through the website. Kids can earn their badges like waffles and mochi. Um, so, you know, again, our, our goal is to make it fun. Well, I think uh, you, you're well on the way to achieving that goal. And I, I really hope that Pass the Love goes from a million to 10 million to 100 million until there's no need to pass yes. any more love. Um, Michelle Obama, thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, thank you for thank joining you. us. Say hi to the husband I and uh, good luck on the rest of your journey. So good to see you. Congratulations on all your good stuff. Very proud of you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that.
The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.